1: Hey everyone, I'm Eric. This is my wife, Julie. We are The Blended Live today.
0: And today we're answering your questions. Buckle up, it's going to be fun.
1: Okay, where are we going to start on this one today?
0: Well, we're, we're answering questions today. Okay. And I think this is something we're going to do every month.
1: Whose questions are we answering?
0: Listeners. Okay. So if you're part of our Blended Family community, whether you're listening to us on this podcast or fa- you connect with us on Facebook or Instagram, know that you can submit questions that you want to hear discussed between Eric and I On air and we will do this once a month and just pull a couple questions. Well, some
1: people or they just have questions they just want insight to or help with or situations and doesn't mean that has to be on air. But also if you guys just want to be part of community and blended life, you know, people struggling in the same type of community that you are and understand what you're going through. We have a great Facebook group right? That people can join.
0: Yeah. Blended life. It's, um, a private Facebook group. So you do need to answer a couple of questions, but you can get in community with people like you who, um, are just trying to do their best in blended life. They're blended like all living. of us. Yeah. yeah.
1: So like subscribe, uh, be part of this with us. Yeah. Um, we are just growing together and that's the point of this whole thing.
0: Yeah. So if you have questions, submit them and then, um, Maybe the second week of every month we'll release a question podcast. I'll hold we used you to, to it. do this a lot. We used <laughs> yes, to so do I said,
1: I'll hold you to it. Okay. Yeah.
0: But we this is how our podcast was for yeah. so long was we, we didn't even have a, a central topic. We would just discuss what people wrote into us about and I miss yeah. that. I miss Well,
1: you know what else? We used to do a lot of lives. So if you guys are interested in lives and being a part of this and seeing your questions come up on screen and us talk to you, you That's know. That's
0: via YouTube, right?
1: Yes. So, so you have to be part of our YouTube, you have to be channel. Part of our YouTube channel and um, follow us. But if there's enough people that are interested in kind of getting back to this, it's the fun. The lives, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy you it.
0: Because you can interact with us as yeah. we go, which is, it is really fun to yeah, see. But
1: you guys have to go to our YouTube channel, Blended Life, and um, subscribe to us. And Hit the notification button and because that gives you all the updates as we go live so you guys can all be a part of it
0: so. Yeah, awesome. All right. Well, let's jump right in with the first question. Okay, I think I want to go backwards uh, Okay <laughs> <laughs> So um hey, Your we, phone's ringing my phone is ringing um, So somebody somebody wrote in and was asking us to do a podcast on this topic But we're just gonna answer it kind of because I feel like we have done podcast on this topic but basically someone wrote in and wanted us to speak about parents brainwashing and making kids like their kids not want to be with the other parent
1: oh I feel like that's not an uncommon thing I feel like that's something a lot of blended families deal with
0: yeah I mean this is something well I don't know if it's brainwashing as far as like
1: It's manipulation. It's its own thing. I absolutely hate it because I feel like as these kids get older and and we're seeing it Mm. as, as our kids get older, our kids learn for themselves. Our kids don't generally pick sides. I mean, they might from situation to situation, but generally kids love both sides of both both parents so well,
0: that's how we all are. kids as kids are wired too, is well, to is yes. to love and want love safety belonging with yeah. both parents right yeah. so this this idea of um, one household brainwashing against the other household and the kids getting stuck in the middle of that's really tragic and really unfortunate and a real thing that I think all of our kids have dealt with
1: Oh 100 percent.
0: Yeah. So, how do you help um, your children deal with that? If that was the case, what would you what would you do to help the kids through that? Because well, we can't control what the other house yeah, is going to do, right? Well, right? and I
1: think that's the key point. I think that you playing the game and buying into it, and um, allowing the kids to be in the middle is really detrimental.
0: So how do you not allow the kids to be the middle? They cut, they don't want to So Let's just say.
1: So what you do is you basically open the floodgate on your end. You allow the kids to see, feel, and you don't participate in it. You don't sit there and shit talk. The other family, you don't cause problems that make the kids feel like they're stuck in the middle. You can discuss with the kids and you can let them see the light. If, (laughs) if you will, um, but at the end of the day you encourage the kids, you know, if there's um you know other step parents, if there's other kids involved, you encourage them to go over there and do well as you would when you drop your kid off at school going to school or they're going to Sunday school or they're going to play at a friend's house. You don't encourage them to go over there and cause a problem. You don't encourage them to go to school and be like, "give them hell today, Johnny." You encourage them to Go and behave.
0: So you're saying that if the kids are coming, like don't want to come home anymore because they're being brainwashed yeah. against you. Yeah. Okay. Let's just say that was okay. the reality. Yeah. Um. Your <laughs> your kid just wants to be at our house, so we don't. Right. Have to, but that's, that's that's not the reality. I don't want anyone to spin this as if I'm saying anything that I'm not saying. I'm just right. hypothetically. You're saying that your child Any didn't want to come home. Yeah. You would. Just not play into that? And would you let it be? Would you... You wouldn't speak to the brainwashing. You would just live That's what I'm saying. You can speak to it. You can't. You,
1: you don't stick your head in the sand and pretend like it doesn't exist.
0: Right. But there's also this, like... Because we both have dealt with with of uh, the other household misinforming our children right. about things. Like, that is... That is something we've dealt with, and I'm sure it's the reality. other households feel like we've done that as well. Okay. Things get lost in translation. Always. So it is a little bit—I've wrestled a lot with this because I know at least one of my children have a misconception of how my marriage ended. Yeah. I won't go into detail about that, mm-hmm. but one of my children has a—they have have, they have a misconception of how my marriage ended. And there's part of me that could wear my sandwich board and ring my bell around that. But I feel like the truth will always come out in the end.
1: I think that's, yeah, that's my point. And
0: you don't need to wear a sandwich board and ring a bell. Kids are already feeling in the middle. If, if you have a set of parents who are doing their damnedest to turn kids against you, you putting on your sandwich board and ringing your bell just as another voice in their head that makes it harder. And I know we want to clear our names or we want the righteous, you know, but kids are
1: but well here's the point, why do you need to clear your name with your kid right now?
0: It's for me, right? It. It's not for them. It's not. It's which not is why I It's not
1: changing their love for you or their thought for you. It might be for the situation and their, you know, and what's going on, but your kid doesn't love you any more any less right now. And as your child grows up; they're going to be able to realize, like, oh, that's not what it was. I right? You know?
0: Or you know, I think too, our kids who who are being fed misinformation; these topics are way too mature mm-hmm. for their for their maturity level. So it's confusing anyway. So you know, better wait till they're adults and they actually have life experience you'll know when context. the context. Yeah, you'll know right.
1: when the time is right. Like if you need to have, if it's a dire need and something is really on the hinge because of this topic or because of the truth of a topic, you'll know when it's the time to drop the bomb, if you will. You know, you'll yeah. know when it's time to cross that bridge, if you yeah. will. So it just, timing's everything.
0: With it kids. is. And there's something to be said for... You know, I know the truth. yeah I don't I don't feel the need to go make a uh, make a mess out of things. Mm-hmm. you know I do believe and this is where faith comes in too. I'm so grateful that I I believe in God saying this. Yeah. you know because this is something that I lay down and I give to God. yeah and I, I just pray that God reveal the truth in God's timing. And that these kids, like, it not be my timing or what I want to say, but that God really, when they're mature enough to receive the truth. Because a part of it is, like, if I were to tell my kids the truth about why I left my marriage, I never want them to think bad about their dad. Right. Because I want them to love their dad. And I've always wanted that. So I also have to think about, is me spelling my truth out there going to make anything better well it's not no. is it going to
1: make it better but also um you need to be careful too because you also don't want to shelter the kids which we've talked about this before you you, you don't get mad at me about well this. because because if it's a topic <laughs> and you and one of your kids are coming at you or both of your kids are coming at you and you're on the defense because i have seen this and you won't tell them the truth because you're afraid of muddying the water I have a little bit of an issue with that because your kids are coming at you with a misconception that is setting you up to look like the bad guy and and though it might not be the exact way that you want it to be then you need to you need to be careful because what's going to happen is it's always going to be offense 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 in you with zero defense and before you know it your kids are going to completely believe that
0: well, and I think you do have to teach your kids to stand up for themselves, and they only learn that if you stand up for yourself. And so it is—it's a, a fine line because it's some things are are too big that aren't. You know, that's where I feel well, at you don't some need, you, that, you don't like,
1: need to go into detail about things, but yeah. you'd be like, "Listen, you guys, you don't know the whole truth. You don't know what you were talking. about. You were about. not there. You were not there. Well, even though you they were, were, were well, but. yes, but you were a little <laughs> child, but you were not a part of. Yes." What happened? Maybe one day we will talk about this. But what you are hearing and what you know right now is not the whole truth. You don't have to tell them they're wrong. It's you not don't...
0: any of the truth. There's no truth in what they're believing.
1: Okay, well then maybe they're wrong.
0: They're <laughs> just but, like but being if, lied to. Yes, but yes. if you
1: don't want to put them down, if you don't want to make them feel like they're being lied to, even from the other parent, yeah, be like, you don't know the whole truth, you, you know. So you're not putting them down, making them feel like. They
0: you're you're significant your your father's a liar. yeah, or your or, stepmother's But a that's liar. not the
1: way a kid's gonna take that. A kid's gonna take them if if you tell them, no, you're wrong. yeah, you don't know. Well, blah blah, blah. It's all gonna go to their heart. They're not thinking about their capacity isn't thinking about the other parent at that point.
0: And no matter what, kids are always, and we've seen this again with all of our children, it doesn't matter right or wrong, righteous or, or whatever. Kids will always want to be defending their parent.
1: Yeah. and It doesn't matter. So it even if I
0: were to be like, that's a lie, you know, there's going to be part of my son who's going to be like, mm, don't talk about my dad that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's always going to be a part of, and I get that as a child of divorce, me too. Yeah. Like I didn't have a great relationship with my bio dad, but I didn't want to hear my mom. Tell me, even if it was true about him, I was like, don't, don't tell me. Yeah. Like this is already hard enough for me. I don't want to hear anything else. No,
1: Because you're putting them into a negative mindset. And I think that's something that I've done with my children over the years is I've let the truth just speak itself. I haven't had to say a whole lot. And the kind of, I don't know, I don't know what you'd call it, but the, the silver lining of it, I guess, or what's opposite of silver lining? The, the, the interesting thing <laughs> about it uh-huh. is that even as all this comes to light, as everything that has gone on is kind of just sprouting, and my kids or, or kid has seen a lot of it go on, and he's like, man, this is crazy. He's dealing with a lot of the stuff. I don't have to speak to it, but at the end of the day – They still love the other parent.
0: Of course. And they should. And that's
1: important. You know. I think that's, I think that is, mm -hmm. that's the lesson is that you can learn to love people that aren't perfect. I'm not perfect, but you are allowing them to feel, to navigate, to learn from other people's mistakes, learn from your mistakes, learn from their friends' mistakes. That's right. And that's the important part of this is they see and they, you don't want, and I think that's where people get lost in this people want to pick and choose and they want to they want their kids to pick sides it's not about picking sides like it's too late you've already made kids with these people your kids have a mom and a dad or hopefully they have a mom and a dad in this situation they have a mom and a dad and it's not about mom or dad winning it's about your kids winning how about your kids win your kids win yeah but it's about your kids picking out the best parts from mom and from dad and becoming a better human than mom and dad. Like, that's the end goal. We want them to be better than us. I want my son and my daughter to be better than me. I try to be the best man I possibly can be, but I want them to learn from my mistakes.
0: absolutely,
1: And learn from my, my, my goodness, if you will. <laughs> learn from the good and learn from the bad. Right. And use it to become a better person than me. I don't want this gene pool to... To go downhill right i want it to go uphill i want the family tree to grow up trees don't grow down write that down <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know I, I love that and i you know I, mm, as much as i i don't know really where i want to go with this except for i want to say that kids are in a really tough spot anytime you do or say anything that makes it tougher on them to better you or to, to feed your ego or to relieve your guilt or, you know, to to highlight your righteous indignation or whatever, the kids lose whenever you make it about you and not them. Right. And so I think when we talk about this, you know, household, uh, the other household brainwashing kids not wanting to be with you, I mean, I get how hard, I want to acknowledge and, and I want to, I want to acknowledge how heartbreaking that is as a parent, and how unjust, and how unfair, and how awful that is for you as the parent. I also will say, please understand how awful it is for your child. As hard as it is for you as a parent to have your child not want to be with you and be brainwashed against you, I promise you it's equally as hard, if not harder, for that child. So you have to love them and meet them where they're at. So I would say advice that was given to me when I kind of was going through a little bit of the same thing, same but different. Yeah. I don't think that the brainwashing was happening, but, you know, definitely a child not wanting to be in the home well, for a were little bit. Well, you were put in
1: the middle of it. You were definitely put in the middle. There was talking on both sides.
0: But I think the advice I want to give is, you know, you have to love your child where they're at, and then you also have to be... A stand for unity. So one thing that I spoke over the situation that I, I want to share with everyone because I think it's something that you share with your children is regardless of circumstance, we don't give up on each other. Right. Regardless of what's going on and what's being said, we don't give up on each other. And that is the truth that we need to speak into our children so they don't grow up like I grew up just cutting people off. You know, that, that truth wasn't spoken over me. So, you know, I, I just grew up with the coping skill that when you wrong me, when you hurt me, first time, shame on me, second time, shame on you, and bye. Like, we just won't be in a relationship anymore. But that's a really, really tough way to do life. You'll die alone. Yeah. Because we all <laughs> don't walk on water, right? So have a heart for your child. You know, stop making it about you. Meet them where they're at. Also, you know, if this is something you're going through where your child doesn't want to be at your house or is being brainwashed against you, don't give up on them. You know, speak that truth into your life, too. Like, still keep reaching out. Still keep dating your kids. You know, go bowling. Like, do something that is, you know, fun and and away from both homes. You know, still keep trying to reach out, send letters if you don't have telephone communication. You just don't ever give up as a parent, and i get that's hard when other things are going on but that's how you 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 can meet your child where they're at and just well i think
1: i think part of this too is what you do for work is what you do to help our community you help blended families become better you help mom and dad become better and better themselves and i think by someone bettering themselves helps better this situation if you can because some people are listening to this right now probably thinking man that all sounds good in theory but there is so much negativity and chaos and trash talking coming from the other house that if I don't stand up for myself this is all going to be they're going to win the war in in two months from now it's nothing but a war and that's what it feels like it feels like a war and chaos Mm -hmm. and what you do is teach people how to take control of what they can take control of, right?
0: Yep, so I how, do. How, how's that look? How does that look? Well, it looks like when you show up differently, everything around you is forced to shift. So how you show up with your children, how you show up with your co-parent, how you show up with your spouse or your stepkids, you know, or your own children, like however you show up with anyone, if that shifts, the relationship shifts as well. So your power then is, is in controlling yourself because that is how you get control of your circumstance. So often, though, we look to try to control other people to feel better about circumstance or to be like, I'll be okay if my co-parent decides they want to actually co-parent or I'll be okay if my stepchildren actually, you know, say hi to me today or I'll be okay if my own children obey me. And there's all these, like, contingencies on our well-being and that's really because we've handed our power out to everyone else, mm-hmm. right? Like we are no longer in charge of our own happiness or our own well-being. And that's a really anxious way to live. And when you show up anxious in your blended family or anxious in your co-parenting, what are the fruits of that? Right. You know, it's drama. It's chaos. Um, people aren't respecting you because you're not respecting yourself. Um, So that is the work I do. If you are interested in talking with me, I'm offering free breakthrough sessions right now. You can email me at becomingherdnow at gmail.com or...
1: I know, I saw the light.
0: I know. I just launched my website. So if you are interested in learning more about coaching and coaching with me and what I offer, go to becomingherd.com. So becomingherd.com, and you can go check out my website, and you can join my mailing list. I send out a weekly um, newsletter, which I I like.
1: Yeah. No, they're awesome. This last one was incredible.
0: (laughs) Eric was the topic of our last... Well, not the topic, but you were like the... What is it? Inspiration, the star. the star. Yeah. So you can you you get exclusive content uh, there too that you nobody else. If you're not subscribed, you don't see. You don't get access to. So go to my website, Um, You can book a free breakthrough session. I encourage as well.
1: everyone to.
0: Oh gosh, everyone.
1: I think everyone needs to because I have heard from so many people that are friends, family, clients, past clients, and everyone that has. Dealt with you on this, yeah, and I have heard it myself because I have been a fly on the wall as you've gotten going on this stuff. You know, it's incredible and it changes lives. Yeah. And people think that their lives can't be changed. I'm one of them. I'm just like I know it can be, but if you take that step to making a change, everything yeah. you have to want everything it. Everything changes.
0: Like to change, you have to want it. You have to. Um, thank you for for. Plugging of
1: course, that now at gmail.com
0: <laughs> or becomingherd.com,
1: becomingherd.com. The website looks website. Awesome.
0: You can yeah. do it all through there. You can email me, you can break through session me, <laughs> yeah. you can learn about coaching. It's a great resource. Um, before we move on from this to our next question, I really just want to say that you know, w- the problem with ringing, you can wear your sandwich board and ring your bell. But what is more impactful than that is really in how you show up and how you live your life. So even if, you know, and it's the long game here, you guys, this isn't the short game. And I know we all want to feel instant gratification and to feel better right now. But if you are living your life out according to your values, regardless of what the other house is saying, your kids are going to know you for who you are. Right. Don't you worry. Kids, kids know their parents for who they are. Regardless of the chatter. Well, and that's and as you grow up, I mean,
1: I thought my parents are still together. My parents are together to this day. And I thought I, I always thought I knew my parents and I did, but I knew them for what I knew them at the time. But as I'm older and I know my parents more and I've known them longer, I know who my parents are now. I, I know their strengths. I know their weaknesses. And that's because my parents have always been consistent. Yeah, they're just who they
0: are. They're not trying to like... Fit, but that yeah. no, but
1: that's that's my point is that consistency of being who you are. And if maybe you don't like who you are, or you're not sure of who you are, or you want to change who you are, again, I'm gonna go back to it. Becoming heard now at gmail.com. Becoming heard dot com. Yeah. And that is a way of building your consistency and getting to know who you are and hone in on who you are and be the best you that you can be. Because not only is this about blended families and being better and showing up better in our blended family, but this is about showing up better as you.
0: That's right, because who you are in your blended family is probably also who you are in other areas of yeah. life, too. So with the work we do in blended families does trickle out into friendships and, you know, at work and, you know, how you walk around every day dealing with everyone. It's yeah. it's isn't just meant for this specific niche, although right. that's my specialty, but it does ripple effect out. Yeah. So, so you can
1: technically help anyone. Oh, I could. You're certified for it all. <laughs>
0: okay. Next question. Next. Um, finances. How to make it fair in a blended family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the reality <laughs> usually is typically That one of us is paying out support while the other is receiving it.
1: Okay. (laughs) so
0: Okay, hang on. (laughs) But when no effort is being put in to meet in the middle, it makes it very hard. How do you guys sort out finances in your blended family?
1: That's the beauty of it. We don't. It's not going to be fair. It's such a hard place to be fair. That you need to realize and something I had to realize is I signed up for this. I didn't sign up for fairness. I didn't sign an agreement that says we will split everything. You have two kids that are at the house. I have one kid that's at the house. So you've got 75% and I've got 25%. Like we didn't have an agreement like that. And I think that we just need to be okay with it. We need to learn to be okay, and this is something that ebbs and flows, that comes and goes. You know, it it depends on what your situation looks like, um, and who knows what your situation will end up looking like. I know? know.
0: I was just gonna say, my goodness, finances have been such a <laughs> wild ride. I mean, how our finances looked when we first got together—very yep. different than how they are now, right? And so. Um, bigger picture, long game, right? So instead of nickel and diming each other to death or being so concerned about, you know, the grocery bill and splitting it down the middle or Venmoing each other for who (laughs) ate last night, you know, that's a very short sighted way to look at finances, but really maybe if you guys just talked about your goals, I think that is a really cool thing to dream and to visualize, like what are our 10 year goals financially? Yeah. This will help you, right? So if I were life coaching this, I would say, well, let's get a little less short-sighted. Is that get what a- you'd say? That's <laughs> <laughs> not what like I would that? say. Let's get a little less short-sighted. Okay. And let's put the long lens on. Because here's what we need to do. We need to talk about where do we want to be as a family or as a married couple in 10 years. Yeah. And then every choice we're making is that taking us a step closer to where we want to be. Or is it furthering ourselves from where we want to be? Regardless of, I mean, the reality of the situation is we've got child support going out, right? In this, in this example, there's child support coming in, there's child support going out, um, and that's just the reality of what. And is.
1: that's and that is the. Sorry if you guys were watching this. I had the camera on me the whole time while you were just talking. I'm switching live as that's we go right. right here with my hand. Um, the the reality of this is, and everyone's like, Well, yeah, if that was just it. That is just the very, very, very tip of the iceberg. Child support coming in and child support going out. That is one of ten thousand transactions. Right. I mean, we've that got
0: extracurricular out. activities. We have food, which our kids eat us out of house and home now that they're teenagers. That's all they do is eat. It just seems like um, there's there's people driving in our house and gas and insurance and car stuff and you know, there's so many it. expenses. You name it. Yeah, there's so internet. Many.
1: Here's, here's <laughs> one of my favorite things that my- Cell six,
0: phone, sorry. I was just thinking of all the-
1: You girls. could go on. Do you want to just list them off the whole time? No. Some they people get would more expensive
0: the older they get, P.S.
1: Yeah. Um, the thing about it is, one of my favorite things that my 16-year-old tells me, because I'll be like, hey, you know, this is how much you have in your account. Like, are you sure you want to spend it on that? And he looks at me and goes, yeah, whatever, I'll just make, I'll I'll spend it now because I'll just make it more, I'll make it back later, you know? And I think that if, as parents, we can't completely look at it like that, but if we do, when it comes down to simple things, when, it, you know, this isn't life-changing, like, oh yeah, we're going to go spend a hundred grand out of savings and, and purchase something like, all right, that's a little more thought out. But when it's something that it's like, this can change the day or the attitude of the family for the weekend um, however that might look, you know, if you can ease back on some things, like yeah, I can make that again next week or I can make that again tomorrow, you know, and and you're not so hung up on it, um it's kind of a way of just softening the blow, you know,
0: yeah, i you know, I love that because the example I'm thinking of is a swim mat for the back of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, that would be a really fun thing this summer. And I know you're like, that would make you happy, honey, it would this be, summer. And we I know just, the okay, kids so you would guys, like it. We
1: just had this conversation. My funny. mom calls me. And I don't know if you guys know this about us. We are lake people. And maybe we post some content this summer. I'm like, we're lake people.
0: We? You're a lake person. I'm a lake person.
1: You are. You but, buddy. but We enjoy the lake differently. But you completely yes. are. You would love to go out and lay on a giant mat in middle of the narrows, and just relax and float and swim around and play in the sun. Yes. So we just had this conversation with my mom. She said, hey, one of the neighbors is getting rid of a ginormous swim mat, and these things are hundreds if not thousands of dollars, depending on what you do, and it's a very nice one. And she's like, she said if you guys want it, you can have it for 100 bucks. And I'm not like, yes, I've always wanted a swim mat. I'm like, give me a new surfboard. I'm stoked, you know. But my wife, Julie... Love stuff like this. And our lake has so much water in it, which we haven't had in years. I'm like, this is going to be like, this is for you. I can live without the swim mat.
0: Yes. You don't need a swim mat. No. And I'm sitting here like, oh, like, we just don't have the extra $100 to buy this. Like, what are we doing? But I see you like, that was the mentality you had. Oh, I'll make that money back. Yeah, Next it's not, week, I'll, whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah it's so, not whatever. But you
0: know it'll affect how our summer is gonna go as a family 100%. Or, so and that's, I, that's all that's I'm thinking of. Point. I'm like
1: I'm like Julie's gonna love this Aww. in the narrows that's or in sweet. a cove, hanging out, swimming, and so will our kids though.
0: No, for I mean So whoever, will I. I even though it's not my favorite thing. We summer. enjoy
1: the lake differently, yeah. but it will be great. My parents will enjoy it. Yeah. My sisters and their kids and everyone. <laughs> everyone's gonna enjoy this. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: But see, that's that's what I'm saying too about short. I, I was more short-sighted about. For sure. We don't have the extra hundred dollars right now, yeah. and you're like the long-term goal, right? You're like the far-sighted of like, yeah, but this hundred bucks could help us have a great summer. I'm like, on this, some is, level. this is this so, is cheaper
1: than one meal eating out for our family. I'm yeah, like, all right, stupid. well, let's we'll cook dinner anything. tonight and we'll buy the mat so everyone can enjoy it. <laughs>
0: So that's, that's the advice, I think, that, you know, stop nickel and diming your your marriage or your family life and start really just thinking about the long-term goals that you have or, um, you know, what you're spending your money towards. Is it getting you closer to happiness? Is it getting closer you closer to things that you want for your family or your marriage and stop? I mean, the nickel and dime mentality will forever keep you tit for tatting and that really just breeds resentment and bitterness and you're focusing on the wrong the wrong stuff
1: but we need to also kind of reel it in a bit too because you also have to be a little bit responsible at it responsible about it too like if you have no money left and it's it's something you know do we keep the the electricity on tonight or do we go spend a hundred dollars on dinner, on a swim mat or dinner or, you know, are we going to default on a well, car payment? The or well, obviously the well-being
0: of the family's electricity you, Yeah, so right? you
1: need to put things into perspective. But um, I think that's just something we need to add. Like, doesn't mean like, oh, go just spend it however you want. You still have to have that responsibility there. But let, let a little, just let a little grip loose on this, yeah. you know?
0: And I'm just thinking about even marriage and for, throw out the blended family stuff. Marriage yeah. isn't fair. No, there is nothing fair about marriage. No, it there is nothing fair about relationships. Relationships no. are very I don't, I don't know of a single relationship where pro both people are like, it's completely equal. Like, I, like the, the effort we give is equal. The finances we give is equal. The love we give is equal. Like, there are very few. Well, re- I know I, I don't love you
1: way more than you love me. So there's <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but,
0: there's, th- but, but it's just not you need to throw this idea of fairness out the window, right? hundred
1: percent. But also that changes, you know, it comes and it goes because there'll be times in our relationship. I know I'm giving less effort than you. And I know there's times in our relationship that I'm giving more effort than you. And it's not necessarily towards our relationship, but it's just. Things in general.
0: What What's going on in life, in the season of life? How well, are our businesses doing in life and whatever? What's, yeah,
1: what's what's the household chores look like? Some days you do more work around the house. Some days I do more work around the house. And it's just like if we don't keep track of that and stuff's just getting done or as you see things that need to be done. Like the other day, what was it? Yes, I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, yesterday, Sunday. The toilet? I worked. No oh. <laughs> yeah, I cleaned the toilet. I cleaned you did the toilet, clean the toilet. I, no I cleaned the toilet Saturday night while you were asleep. <laughs> I was just so sick of like our toilets were just gross. so I just cleaned all the toilets in the house because I was like I'm I'm over it. Um, and no one else was doing it and but yesterday Sunday of all days, I had a busy day. I was just working, I was keeping up on stuff yeah, but were. as I was working, I'm just I was feeling good, I was in a mode and I was just going. and as I'm going, as I'm rendering projects, as I'm working on things, I'm like, oh, I can work on this. Oh, I can do this. And I did little chores throughout the house yeah, the whole day. And it's not because I needed anything, wanted anything, expected anything. I know better than that. But <laughs> I just, I, I saw things as I yeah. went. And that's just, that's not my every day. Uh, you know, some days isn't that productive. Some days is just all work. Or some days I'm just not feeling as good. But that is the difference, you know. We we have to be the ones that make the difference. And some days you do the same thing. I'm not feeling as good or I've had a busy day elsewhere and you're at home doing all the housework or you're at your office working all day long. And it's just, I think you guys get it, you know. We just, we, it's not even, it's and not I, fair.
0: And I think what would help too in, in all areas of life with fairness and unfairness is, where's the gratitude like how can you let gratitude in a little bit more I bought I mean, you is a chocolate bar today so that you love yeah. it's a
1: sugarless chocolate bar <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so good. it might as well be Willy Wonka's golden so bar because they're the world's most expensive chocolate That's bars ridiculous. you've ever seen
0: thank you <laughs> um but you know yes. gratitude with finances like is it ever is everyone's needs are er, our needs getting met, yeah. right? If needs are getting met, can we just be grateful no, for No, we're that? in a blended
1: family. No one's needs are getting met. <laughs> Everyone's needs are getting met while well, no one's needs are getting but met. But, like,
0: we have electricity, right? A need being met. We have food in the refrigerator. You know, we have our 12-year-old rem- cooked dinner last our night. Our kids
1: remind us that we have plenty of water. We think we're in a drought, but our kids remind us we are not in a drought.
0: We are not in a drought. So... You know, I mean, gratitude, too, when you're feeling very tit-for-tat or you're feeling very, life so unfair, if you can focus on what you're grateful for, that'll help pull you out of yeah. that. Um, and just be so thankful that you know we have funny? enough money for food this month, you know? Yeah,
1: and you have a roof over your head, and you have a device that you're able to listen to this podcast on. And I know that sounds funny, and I'm not, like, yeah. tooting our horn, like, hey, you're listening to us. Thank you for listening to us. But... Be grateful that you have a device to listen to this. You have the time or maybe you don't don't tell your boss we won't tell your boss you have the time to listen to this, but mm-hmm. a lot of times I find myself in the car driving or in my truck driving, and I just I don't turn on the music I don't turn on the radio, and I just thank God for everything you know everything around us like there are so if you just take the time to stop. And what's the old phrase, smell the roses? There's so much to be grateful for constantly. Even in a season of hurt and sorrow and bitterness, there's always reason to give thanks. So being able to find that, you know, our kids, what are our kids today? Are kids healthy? Am I healthy? Is my spouse healthy? Um, You know, just find, find things to be grateful for.
0: Yep, and understand that no matter how you're dealing with finances right now, in 10 years it'll look different. In five years it might look different. Next year it might look different. Well, and if it doesn't look— So understand that just because you're doing it one way now doesn't mean you're locked in. Because say your finances are great. Let's just say you and your significant other do not fight about finances. Everything is split down the middle. Everyone is equal and finances are great. Don't get too comfortable because life could pull the rug right from under you. And next week you're having to rethink how you're doing fine. I mean, that's happened yeah. to us. Yeah. So where we felt like, oh, we got this going and we're, we don't really ever fight about finances and it's not really a thing. You know, we're 10 years in and it's totally different. So understand that like no matter where you're in, you're not stuck there. And life will make sure you're not stuck there because either it'll get, you'll be blessed and you're in a great position or you're going to really struggle and learn some hard lessons. Like that's it.
1: How many people have you heard of being millionaires or billionaires and losing everything or making a mistake and losing everything? I mean, look at the, the murder trial that just happened with, you know, this family that was really well known and, but there was so much going on around. It's like, I talk about this. Don't
0: get too comfortable, everyone. (laughs) Buckle up.
1: (laughs) But I talk about this often, you know, um, at a networking group that I'm in with a bunch of people, a bunch of business owners. I always give thanks for um, my clients and the people around me knowing that at any point in time, especially being a business owner, if you guys are a business owner, you understand this. At any point in time you may never get a call again mm. from a client. You may never get a client or a customer to walk through that door ever it's again. Possible. How many right. it's not impossible. I mean, you've heard of businesses closing. You've heard of people going bankrupt or businesses going bankrupt yep. or people getting sued or businesses getting all the things. Like, yes, everything can be great, but you've you've heard the story. So, find Find thanks, find gratitude in everything going on. And at the end of the day, your friends and family really are what matter. You That's know? right.
0: And I will say, you know, I, I do want to just say we're going to move on to the last question because we're running out of time here. But how do we sort out finances in your blended family? Well, we, about three years ago, just combined all of our finances. Yeah. And before we were separate, completely separate. And then <laughs> when
1: Julie made lots of money, we were separate. <laughs> When Julie stopped making the money, we decided When I
0: didn't have anything to contribute because I lost everything. Yeah. 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 Then it was like Then we we're co- like,
1: screw it, we're gonna combine now.
0: It was just we <laughs> had just to. Like, I'm I'm yeah. grateful that I had a husband who was way more reasonable than all, me. All all reasonable, bad. that's a good word. I yeah. don't know what no, it, it is. But you it, know what?
1: But you but here's the thing about a marriage, and here's so the thing wanna, about our marriage. Yeah. You would have done the exact same thing had I lost everything and not been able to do anything. Yeah. Our marriage would look the exact same right now. It just would be table's turn, you yeah. know. So, so it's do- so it doesn't even that's the point. It's not fair, but at the end of the day it kind of is.
0: Well, it feels good. I I I think it feels good to just we don't have secrets. We don't have separate accounts, and we always did. That's how we did it in the beginning. Was we, we had, had separate secrets? Ac- not secrets, but like <laughs> I didn't know where your money went. You didn't really know where my money. We yeah. weren't in each other's bank accounts. But account.
1: now I know. Amazon gets it all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but now it feels it just it's nice. It's like you know we've talked about the cell phone thing, uh-huh. and like I know I can look in your phone at any time. Mm-hmm. You can look in my phone. I anytime. dare you to look at my phone right now. No, I don't want Come to. I've on. seen I've seen somebody. I don't. <laughs> I really don't want to. We <laughs> me did and this my game the other so day. <laughs> no, I just don't want to. I don't Uh-oh. have a sense of humor. Um, but it feels it just that transparency and that, um, and people had always told me that you know marriage advice even just like keeping things separate just promotes separate separatedness.
1: Okay. I don't separation? know if that's a
0: word. <laughs> but joining, you know, and combining yeah. things, that is unity. So that's something that's really shifted for us in the last three years, that we have just joined our accounts, we can see everything and that feels very transparent. And it's not always roses, right? You do look at me like what the actual hell are you spending money on, right? <laughs> Or I look at it
1: like, dang it, why did we do this? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're very gracious and you're, you're I'll amazing. You're really, really gracious well, and generous. Um, but I, I just, it feels nice to just not have a layer th- that is separating us anymore, mm-hmm. you know? And I just think that promotes intimacy and that promotes trust and, you know, uh, also gives opportunity for us to work things out that might need to be worked out. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, moving on. Last thing. Um, so a listener writes in and says, my partner and I are preparing to join our families. We've been together for two and a half years living separately. He has three kids and I have one. His parenting style is more laid back. Let them fend for themselves.
1: Yeah, it's easier when you have three because it's like, man, this is chaos. When you have just one to hone in on.
0: His parenting style, he has one. Oh no, he has three. He has three. Yeah let them fend for themselves and they kind of raise themselves. I was an only child so I don't know <laughs> this, but I'm assuming like at some point cuz you hear about like the older sibling kind of raising the younger too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um so his his parenting style is laid back. My parenting style she says is more lesson oriented. Okay. Hands-on.
1: Yeah. It's e- because it's you have easier if you have one to mm-hmm. pay attention to. Um versus the three, you've got to kind of divide and conquer your <laughs> your attention across if all we, of if them. I
0: don't look; it doesn't exist. It didn't yeah. happen. I won't look. Yeah. There's some, three fires some, everywhere. Some people
1: do that with the one, also though. <laughs> uh,
0: my boyfriend came home from a marriage. Or my boyfriend came home from a marriage. So that's not what it says. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, my boyfriend came from a marriage where his ex-wife was heavy in her masculine energy, and he has grown to take a backseat in parenting. Okay. Okay. I want our relationship to be balanced by him being the masculine lead of our family and by myself being the feminine energy and support for the family. I find this to be a struggle in parenting because when he's not stepping in parenting moments, I feel compelled to, and it throws off our balance when this happens for entire weekends. I want him to be assertive in parenting so I don't always have to be, and I want him to be that masculine energy. We are good at communicating our needs, but it certainly appears to be learned behaviors for both of us.
1: Can I see that paper real quick?
0: Sure. I didn't want that paper anyway. You just, you guys already it up and have, it away. they already
1: have their roles, they already have the way that they are. You don't, you love this man. Do you want to change this, man? It sounds like you do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. But it's not going to happen overnight. Like, but they just got done saying, why are you laughing? They it's, just got done. Is it
0: okay for for people to want to change people?
1: Yes, it completely is. But you have to go to the middle of that email where it says, you guys are good at communicating.
0: That was the end.
1: All right. Well, it was the middle for me.
0: You just threw it away. I,
1: yeah. Um, communicate that, but also realize this isn't going to change overnight. He's not going to change overnight. You just laid out on paper that you're really strong in this area and that he's lax in this area. And I think you guys can play off of that. They can, they can have a great marriage. And as they go, they, again, what we were just talking about on the finances, their
0: boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah,
1: but as they go and, and as they become, husband and wife or not, because this might just not be the right fit for her, you know?
0: And that's... Well, here's the thing, you know, and I deal with this all the time in my coaching work. And, you know, how many of us want everyone else to change? Raise your hand, right? Everybody wants other... I want my kids to change. I want my stepkids to change. I want my spouse to change. I certainly want my ex to change. I want their spouse to change, we want for everyone to change. Right. I get that. Right. However, that's a really, really fruitless journey to go on. You, you don't make people change. You can try. You can bully. You and I, can and,
1: and I, think, I think that we're putting this lady into a box or this story into a box to prove a point. I don't think that this is the intention of this email to us.
0: But here's what, let me just finish this. People only change if they want to or feel like they should. So I think sometimes, and I see this a lot, is we have an expectation of our significant other. I'll just use us, for example, because we both have dealt with this. We have very strong opinions on how the other should deal with their ex.
1: Mm
0: Okay? Okay. And I really wish that you would change some things. You really wish that I would change some things. And the what I have come to accept with both of us, especially, well, I'll, I don't feel like I should have to change. I don't want to change. What I am doing is what I feel is best. So as right. much as you want me to change and it, it frustrates you to watch some things, if I don't feel like I should or if I don't want to, it's never going to change no matter what you say to me. Right. Vice versa, right? Right. You're like, I'm doing the best I can with what I got. I have very good reasons on why I handle things the way they are. Yeah. And you don't feel like you should have to change, and you don't want to change. And I think that is where love comes in because that's acceptance. Like, can we accept? I wish somebody would have given us this marriage advice. If nothing changes, are you going to be okay? Yeah. but If it, nothing changes, but, can you do this? But
1: look at how much we have learned and grown from us in our differences if we were alike if we were identical and the same i think we'd get bored with one another or or maybe not bored okay, we definitely action. wouldn't grow but because you're different from me and i'm different from you it forces us to grow it forces us to learn different behaviors and patterns and the way that we deal with one another and i can say i'm a better person because you're different from me
0: Right, but just because I right. want you to be different doesn't yeah. make it so. No, not and at all. And I can see that me wanting you to be different, we both have done that. Right. And I think that's very normal. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And the, the the what's wrong with it is that when you want something so badly and it doesn't happen, what is the fruit of that? Disappointment, discouragement, frustration, hurt, anger, bitterness, resentment. So sometimes you really have to just, is this, I mean, is the price of admission too much? Is the cost of the ride too great? Because if nothing changes, am I just going to be upset about this forever? Or can I give space for growth? You know, and that's a journey, right? Like you were saying in the beginning, I think that if somebody is going to step into a role, and they even if they feel like that's what they should be doing anyway, like, yes, I should be the masculine energy in this situation, you have a series of habits that you've built right. that you now have to break. And that is a journey. Yeah. That's transformation. That takes time.
1: Becomingherd.com. <laughs>
0: so I, I, I think it's just, it's normal to to want roles, but you also have to let, Uh, one thing I'm working with a client right now specifically right Uh, do you let somebody else tell you who you're going to be in your family like how is that going to work out for you
1: well and if you already have a strength and you already know your partner has a strength play to those and if you want that to change if you want that to shift you said you're good at communication you're good at communicating communicate that but you also have to allow time. You have to allow space. (laughs) It
0: it cracks me up because just because you're good at communicating how how much you want someone to be something, Mm -hmm. you can communicate that well all day long. Doesn't
1: mean that they'll change. Right. Also doesn't mean that if they change that they'll be good at it. Like there's some things that if I changed, I would not be that good at.
0: Yeah, I agreed. Me too. So I think it's about accepting people for who they are. And, you know, you can hope for change and you can – You can be the change that you want to see, right? Like if you want to be a feminine energy, then be the feminine energy and see what happens. Yeah. Because a lot of times you be who you want to be and it it also exposes the other person's weakness. And that might not be a good fit for you. Yeah. Because if you're the feminine energy and that's your, your desire, which you, I mean, the desires of our heart are not by mistake. You aren't given desires of the heart to ignore or to dismiss. Like, they are divine in my belief. I'm not talking like a new Mercedes. I'm talking like the things that you want for yourself in life. Right? Yeah. Not a mistake. So if you really have the desire that you want to be at the feminine energy in your home, like, that is something that is, I believe that's divine. Right. Cool. Then you need to make sure you're matched with someone who is going to be the yin to your yang. Who balances you out. And that could be this person. But you denying your desire and overstepping or not. A, because of the second you dismiss that desire and step into something that's not meant for you. It's always going to feel bad. right? And it's going to prevent the other person from growing.
1: I'd say the best advice in this whole scenario is yeah. to keep working This person work on themselves and give it time. And I'm talking about time for everything. I'm talking about time for role change. I'm talking about time for themselves. Not not alone. I'm saying time for yourself to grow. Yeah. But also time before marriage. Time before saying I do and committing to a life of this. Make sure, and not when you start to feel it. You're like, okay, yeah, this is going to work. Let's just go full force. Make sure that this is gonna be like, wow, this is really like this is where we want to be. I'm happy. Check in, make sure he's happy. But also most importantly, make sure your kids are happy. And if the kids aren't happy, try to figure out why. Is it because I don't have a close enough relationship with his three kids? Is it because my kid feels left out? Um, what's Just start being very aware. Start journaling, start writing stuff down. Start paying attention. I'm. This is advice. Who are you? This is an advice for me. This is advice for a gonna woman. Buy you a journal. This is advice for a woman who cares and is paying mm-hmm. attention and cares enough to write into this podcast and pay attention.
0: And we speak this truth in love,
1: hundred percent, because
0: like, we are we we don't want to contribute to the seventy percent divorce rate. No. Um that blended families, but I think but have, I think so. who wrote
1: into us I think I think this woman cares. I think that she she sees and she has vision for her family, yes, and she is she's on the right track, yes, but just a few things there you just be very aware of everything all around it but
0: and the it, communication
1: parts so different
0: parenting styles are normal, even that's if, okay. even if you're not divorced and in blended families like. Yep parenting styles feminine masculine even in you know natural families very different and that's normal and that's okay and i love your your advice to playing to each other's strengths but you have to let the other person have the strength and not want to manifest a strength that doesn't is not there right so um speaking of time it is time to wrap this up. If you guys have questions or you want to hear us talk on a subject or a situation, please write in. Um, we're going to start doing this once a month.
1: I want to know people's thoughts on us getting back to these live videos. You, you, feeds, are, you keep
0: wanting to do lives. I'm less it's, excited about it's this. So much but. <laughs> easier for
1: me. No, I. You know, I feel like we You're have a lot.
0: Need to have your. Um,
1: yeah, we have a lot more energy. I On think when lives? we're live, yeah, I'm because we get energized. to. You are, but we get to interact <laughs> with people. It's just it's fun. I okay. have I have Please, fun. Please, you I'm guys. I'm allowed to have fun there. People don't write in when we're live and tell me how much they hate me because <laughs> uh, my joke. Hey, if you I don't, like don't to stand
0: for something, then you know you have all the lovers and then the haters. I know. If so you, yeah. write in, comment, subscribe, like, go visit my website at becomingher.com Book of Breakthrough Session. If we haven't spoken before, I'd love to have the opportunity. Even if you have spoken with
1: her before and you haven't done it yet, do it.
0: Breakthrough Sessions are free for first timers. Sorry.
1: Uh, Well, I'm not saying about anyways.
0: I'm so confused. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank
1: you guys for being with us. We'll see you next week.
0: Hey, it's Julie again. I hope this episode of Blended Life started a conversation that you will finish in your home. But I get it, right? Sometimes you need more. My offer still stands. If I can interest you in a free one-on-one breakthrough session with me to see if coaching is right for you, contact me now at becomingheardnow@gmail.com at gmail.com and let's get you unstuck. BecomingHerdNow at gmail.com. I look forward to it.